Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 156 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking all things piriformis and how piriformis syndrome relates to sciatica and the best movements to help with pain in your hips. Anytime I post about the hips or low back, my comments on social media are always filled with at least one question about piriformis syndrome because issues with the piriformis can be a real pain in the butt. (laughs) I know, so corny. (laughs) But if you've never had hip pain or sciatica, you might not know what I'm talking about. But if you have, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And understanding how this tiny muscle can be such a pain in the ass can be super helpful for your overall hip mobility and strength. And we consider the fact that the hips are super important to stabilizing and holding your mass against gravity. We definitely want to be sure that they are as balanced and strong and flexible as they can be. So here's a fun fact about the piriformis. It was first named by a Flemish anatomist, Adrian van de Spiegel, who is a professor from the University of Padua in the 16th century, which if you are familiar at all with anatomical history, we're talking like grave robbers and all kinds of wild stuff. So grateful for the science they did, but also they did it without any embalming or refrigeration. So I don't even want to consider what Vandenspiegel was experiencing, but thanks to him, we now know the piriformis. It's a small, flat, band-like muscle that's deep within your hip. And it starts on the front of the sacrum. So your sacrum is that wedge-shaped bone right above your tailbone that sits between the two halves of your pelvis. So it starts on the front side of the sacrum, comes around the back side of your hip to wrap around the top of your femur, your upper thigh bone, on a point called the greater trochanter. And its job is to help rotate your hip outwards or do what's called lateral rotation of the hip. Now, remember when we talked about the pelvic floor and strengthening deep hip rotators a few episodes back, the piriformis is one of them. So it not only helps with this external rotation, it also helps with turning your hip out, especially as your hip is back. So if you reach your leg back behind you um, and turn your leg out and you get a cramp in your butt cheek, that's exactly what we're talking about. And it's also responsible for lifting your leg out to the side when you are bent forward. And if you're like, my leg doesn't lift out to the side when I do that. Um, Well, let's strengthen your piriformis and see if we can improve that positioning. So piriformis syndrome is specifically when the piriformis muscle is irritating the sciatic nerve, which can create symptoms that mimic sciatica. So the sciatic nerve, it's one of the longest nerves in the body. It starts in your lower back and it's a kind of convergence or blending of the nerves that originate off your spinal cord from L4, so the fourth lumbar vertebra, to S3. So that's on your sacrum, sacral nerve three. So L4 to S3, they blend together. They become this big fat nerve that honestly is about the size of your pinky finger. It's really cool to see deep within the hip. And it splits and runs through the hips and the buttocks runs down the back of your leg all the way down to your feet. 
So when you have pain, right, sciatic nerve pain, it can be caused by a number of things. So we're talking spinal disc herniation, spinal stenosis, uh, pregnancy, even endometriosis. There's a bunch of other things that can create sciatic nerve pain. But hear me out, sciatica is not the only reason for pain in your lower back, your hips, or your legs. And if you're more of a visual person, I also have a video on my YouTube channel with a deeper explanation of sciatica that I'll link to in the show notes. So it's me and my friend Skelly Kapowski, that's my skeleton's name, and we'll show you where the sciatic nerve is and how the piriformis and all of this fits in together. So here's how the piriformis gets involved with sciatic nerve pain in the case of piriformis syndrome. So in roughly about 80% of the population, the sciatic nerve travels just below your piriformis. And in 17% of people, the piriformis is actually pierced by parts or all of the sciatic nerve. It passes through the muscle. And remember, there's no like open space in your body with the exception of your lung cavity. Everything else is filled by fluids and fascia and is all connected with connective tissue. So even if the sciatic nerve is passing below the piriformis or it's passing through the piriformis, they're very closely related. So piriformis syndrome occurs when that piriformis muscle irritates the sciatic nerve. And this could be, again, because it's passing through the muscle or beneath the muscle. But if that muscle is irritated or restricted and those fascias are less hydrated and possibly more, I want to say crunchy, but they're not actually crunchy, but like they're stiff. And you know this feeling, right? That can definitely play a role in what's going on in your hip and what's going on with your sciatic nerve. So if you know that your issue is your piriformis, you've already been given the label, you got piriformis syndrome, and you're like, cool, great, awesome, what do I do now? Or maybe you have a hunch that there's something going on in this muscle and in your hip, here's what you could do. So weak hips, but specifically hip abductors, these are the muscles that help to turn your hips out and to move your hips away from one another. So we're talking about the things on the sides of your hips. If they're weak, that can absolutely be a factor. So exercises that strengthen here, things like banded monster walks. So if you've ever taken a band or a hip circle and put it around your thighs and you do sort of like a mini squat, so knees are bent, hips are back, spine is straight. And then you practice walking forward, walking back, walking side to side with this band and this resistance band around your legs. Those are banded monster walks. They are hard. (laughs) It definitely depends on how strong of resistance the band you have, but it is such like an awkward type of movement, but that's a great way to really get in touch with where the heck are my hip rotators, where's my piriformis, where are these deep hip rotators, and how do they work? You will feel it with that one. Side-lying leg lifts are cool too, but as you know, I love things that are going to be more functional and more similar to something that you are going to do or be asked to do in your daily life. So things like side lunges where you're stepping out to the side, this can help to strengthen the outer hip as well. Also curtsy squats are another way to strengthen the outer hip. And again, in a way that's a little bit more functional. And if you're like, but I'm never gonna meet the queen, what do I need to curtsy for? It just gives you that hip strength in multiple planes, but also hip strength, not just from behind with something like hip thrust, but having the strength all the way around the hips. So of course there's like a bajillion different exercises, but I just want you to be thinking about how can I strengthen things and tissues and all of the stuff that's on the back side 
of my hips. So not the back back, like in your glutes, but the backside, okay? Now, of course, self-massage and mobilizations are going to be very helpful. A grippy, soft therapy ball right across your piriformis is going to really help to relax these tissues, but more importantly, help to retrain your brain and body how to communicate with one another. So what often happens when we have an injury is that our brain gets kind of fuzzy with where that muscle is, how to really engage or contract it um, as a protective mechanism. And so in your path to recovery, you got to be sure that you're also helping to rewire and reconnect your brain into your body. In this case, you can use a therapy ball to help kind of restore that connection. And I talk about this in that video on sciatica that's linked in the show notes as well. So definitely do go check that out. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now, here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code BODYNERD at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget, use the code BODYNERD at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. And also just overall weakness in the hips can be a factor. So if you have sleepy glutes or glutenesia, where your glutes have forgotten what their job is or how to work, and they need to be awoken, I'll link to my favorite glute and hamstring warm-up also on my YouTube that you can try. So basically work on hip strength in all directions with an emphasis on outer hip strength and making sure you get movements that require you to move from side to side. And I also just hope you know that anytime I tell you a direction you need to move, I am moving that direction. And I'm over here just doing a real awkward side to side dance. I'm such a nerd. But stronger hips, stronger hips are really going to help you. Stronger hips in neutral are going to be your best friend. So whether it's piriformis syndrome or sciatica, building stronger, more flexible hips is always, 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 always a good idea. And if you're like, this is just way too much, I'm way overwhelmed, check out my mobility mastery toolkit. There's a number of exercises specifically for your hips. You will also get exercises that help you to build strength in neutral. And it's a full body mobility workout plan for your entire body. So it's just 27 bucks. You get a full month of body maintenance and a workday stretch guide for easy stretches you can do at your desk or while you're walking to the water cooler. And all of it is designed to help your body feel awesome. So you can learn more about that. Take a peek or grab the Mobility Mastery Toolkit by heading on over to mobilitytoolkit.co. So 
what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Are you going to start doing banded monster walks? Are you going to stop doing clamshells because they're less functional? <laughs> I want to know. So take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. You can send me DMs. I'm at Hala Famala. Or you can leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline sharing your piriformis wins, or maybe just your piriformis and hip questions. That number is 818-396-6501. And before I go all of the show notes, everything I mentioned, all of the links, all the free downloads, the Body Nerds group and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So anytime you're like, what did you mention about that thing? aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you haven't already, I'm going to keep asking. I'm never going to stop asking. So just, you know, do it already. (laughs) Make sure you are subscribed if you're not yet so you don't miss any future episodes. Make sure you leave a review. Just, you know, if you have some time, five stars preferred. If it's like a two star, just like leave me a voicemail instead. Okay, I'd appreciate that. Or share today's episode with somebody who needs to hear this. So if you have hip or low back pain or sciatica, share this episode with someone who needs this information. And thank you for being here, for taking the time to support me, taking the time to share how nerdy and awesome the human body is and how much you can do to make it feel a little bit better every single day. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, banded monster walks, (laughs) and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.